This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. any oil rigs drilling anymore. <laughs> I guess we're going nowhere and we're going to like it. We'll talk about it straight ahead. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, you remember when Klaus Schwab said you're not going to own anything and you're going to be really happy about it? And the, well, the current sense is you're not going anywhere and you're just going to be thrilled about it. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. And I hate to start the sort of kind of back to work week with with math although how many of us are just we're sitting around we're in our pajamas still where we're in flip-flops or, or boxer shorts or well i don't know whatever it is that you're wearing because you don't have to go anywhere but there's math involved in this and i apologize because i'm not really a math guy but it's math that is so simple that even i can understand it which means it's really stinking simple uh, you, you know what oil rigs are, right? Drilling rigs. I, I I had to make sure. I thought, okay, it's those things that go up and down. We've seen them in Oklahoma and Texas and I don't know, one or two other places, I suppose. Used to think we had them in Alaska, but that's that's gone. So uh, we don't have as many of those anymore. 
And you're thinking, like I'm thinking, well, that, it's okay because it's, it's just that they've improved the technology. The technology is better. We don't need as many. Uh, same way we're automating everything and artificial intelligence is replacing those of us who, yeah, it's, it's all the same. But then I, I, I dug a little bit further, and that's not true. The technology to, to get oil out of the ground is fundamentally the same now as it's always been, which means we need as many, if not more, of those oil rigs rigging. We don't have them. We have 620. The fact that we don't even crack a 1,000 in a nation as large of our, as ours, with as many people as we have, I found terrifying. So what happened to them all? Well, you know, COVID. Right. COVID theater. You re- oh come on. You remember that it was all the rage for a while. Uh, we were all going to uh, go extinct and uh, we should wear masks or we shouldn't wear masks or we should wear 12 masks or we should wear eight masks, but only stand on one foot and rub our head and our belly and our knees. And you're thinking you don't have three hands. Not yet. I mean, it's, it's all coming. Right. So during COVID, we lost a chunk of them. I think, here's the number, 454. Again, big number. So I'm going to just sort of spitball it here. It's about 40% less that we have now than we used to have. Why? It's all COVID. No, it's not all COVID. And that's the, that's the problem behind all this is not all COVID. COVID was this great cover for so many, for so much, for so long. But it's kind of wearing off, don't you think? I mean, it is for me. I, I, I don't want to get sick. Let me be very clear on that. And I was the guy that always had not one, but two bottles of Purell on my desk. And if you would have chatted with me before COVID, I would have said, hey, I'm totally okay with everyone wearing hazmat suits all the time. Everyone should look like the Michelin Man, as far as I'm concerned, or the Stay Puff uh, uh, guy, right? I'm wrapped head to toe. I'm, I'm good with that. I don't want to touch anybody. And I don't want anybody to touch me. Well, I mean, unless I ask them. And I want you sneezing on me or coughing on me or spitting on me, any of those things. And then COVID happens where I've got that uh, demented little troll, uh, Dr. Fauci, telling me, first, well, those masks don't work. Why are you? Don't, don't wear those. And then as the, the official party line became just a little clearer and the real reasoning behind all of it was becoming more evident, then it was, oh, you got to mask up. And as they were calling for people to wear masks, I thought, well, no, I I think I'm done. So now we're kind of past that point, although with the election coming up, God only knows what we could see in the offing. So how does it tie into the oil rigs? It's all about the move to electric vehicles and the fact that you can't go anywhere. Now, I love the technology behind the EV. I really do. I'm a car guy. You don't want me trying to fix your car. Let me be clear on that. I don't know how to turn wrenches. Uh, and the best I can do is adjust your, your radio station and say, vroom, vroom, vroom. That's about it. But I love the technology. I think it's brilliant. And I love the whole idea of hybrid vehicles. God, was that not the greatest thing in all of uh, motorized history? To take the benefits of the internal combustion engine and put it together with the benefits of this this battery system. And together, you could go 60, 70, 80 miles on, quote, a gallon of gas. Well, we don't want that, apparently. Well, you and I want that. But the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the great resetters, don't want that. They want you nowhere. 
and they want to be able to keep you there. And that's why I looked at the number of these oil rigs and I thought, wow, that's the story. That's a huge story. And I don't hear about it anywhere. I had to find it on a website devoted to oil. And I need to be honest with you, I don't ordinarily look at the website, that website. I will now. But somebody had sent me the note and said, hey, Jeff, you got to take a look at this. And, you know, yesterday was Christmas. I don't want to work. I want to be blissfully unaware of everything happening in the world. I just sit around, eat a lot, get some stuff that I didn't ask for and... I was going to say I didn't really want, but you know what? This year, I, I, I did okay. Mostly uh, mostly hooded sweatshirts. That's okay. I mean, it's not like I'm doing my whole John Fetterman impression over here, but I like hooded sweatshirts. I like the fact that they have a pocket in front like a kangaroo. I love that. See, I got questions when I finally do get to meet God, and I'm not looking to meet him in the next week, I promise you, but eventually, uh, we're all going to meet him, and we're all going to stand before him, but... I've got questions, and a couple of the questions I've got for him, number one, God, flies, why? Flies and mosquitoes, why, I ask you. And number two is, how come we didn't come with a pouch like that? How come we had to wait until the uh, 21st century for for these, these hooded sweatshirts, these hoodies with the pouch in front to really, really become okay? I think we should have all been born with them. I really do. And I don't know, maybe in a thousand years as we evolve, uh, we'll each have uh, pouches. But I got mostly those. So I thought, okay, that's cool. But this note came from from a friend of mine whose opinion I respect and said, you really do need to take a look at this. And so I did. And I am just blown away by the numbers. And then I thought, well, there you go. This is about saying to you, hey, you can't really travel more than 100, 200, 300 miles tops from your house without stopping for hours and hours and hours to recharge your electric vehicle. If you're looking at a, at a grocery getter, you're looking at just one of those things to knock around in. You, you've got to go from your home, say, to a, a place of employment that's 10, 15 minutes away, and that's, that's your drive. It's fine. In fact, it's great. You're living in some place that is uh, uh, just one giant ball of smog, like Los Angeles. That might not be a bad idea. But if you're even imagining just jumping in your car and going for a ride, going for a drive, you are blank out of luck, man. It ain't going to happen. And that's by design. And just when you thought, well, you know, it's, 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 people can buy these cars if they want. You've got this movement around the country where you have governments saying, oh, no, 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 no. Every vehicle sold here after such and such a date is going to be electric. Yeah, but the market doesn't want that. Well, we don't care. We don't care. We'll tell you what you want. We'll tell you when to get it. We'll tell you how to have it. And if you're like me, you think, whoa, wait a minute. What about that dreaded free market? Where's where's Adam Smith when you need him going, uh, excuse me, over here with the, with the invisible hand? That's me. Yeah, I'm just trying to let you. Well, it's being done in front of our very eyes, but we are distracted. 
we're not necessarily paying attention. And so I, I'm hoping I'm doing some small part here simply to let you know about the reduction in these these oil drilling rigs. And as I was looking at that, I thought, you know, there are, there are a number of things that are just different, right? I put everything now through the prism of my two sons who are home visiting from college. They really do see things differently, and they really have now come up with this idea of, oh, we'll never be able to afford to buy anything. Guess we just won't, we won't own anything. Really? That quickly this has happened? We, like a million other families, spent time on Christmas Day and the first couple of days leading up to Christmas, and we'll do it for the next day or two, I'm sure, just watching some some old stuff, old movies, old TV shows. I'm going to share some of that with you in just a moment. As I do each and every time, if you want to jump ahead, I do have everything, I mean everything, posted over on uh, social media. So I ask you as a favor, because look, Glenn's got like a billion people following him everywhere. I got, I don't know, three dozen. So if you don't mind, if you would give me a follow on uh, X, I'd appreciate it. Jeff Cat Show over on X, Jeff Cat Show on X, and then on Facebook, the Jeff Cat Show, the Jeff Cat Show. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. CarShield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long-term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call CarShield today, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price. 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back it is the glenn beck program jeff katz happy to be sitting in for glenn i mentioned to you that uh watching some stuff last couple of days that uh well man you just you just wouldn't find it anymore if you were like us, you probably watched Charlie Brown Christmas, right? And despite what you think, Charlie Brown Christmas is not uh, just a, a kid's program. So much of this just gets completely and totally pushed to the side. I don't watch cartoons. What am I, 11 years old? Let me tell you something. The moments I think, wow, I could be 11 again. God, that would be great. Wouldn't it, though? 11, toughest thing that uh, you got to do is... Figure out which letter is silent in some word that you never heard of or whatever. Nobody would look at you askance if you're sitting there watching a, a cartoon. So anyway, I'm sitting there watching Charlie Brown Christmas because I love it. I love every part of it. I love every part of the old peanut stuff. But there was something that was, well, it was the keystone of a Charlie Brown Christmas. It was the hallmark. Of, it was the moment. When Linus just sort of lays down the truth, right? 
Take a listen to Linus. You're hopeless, Charlie Brown. Completely hopeless. Rats. You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Wow. Could you imagine in 2023 anybody in Hollywood saying, Hey, I got an idea for a show. I've got this idea. It's going to be all about Christmas. Well, let's stop it right there now. Uh, What do you mean by Christmas? You know that. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Because no, no, no. Well, I mean, you could have Christmas, but you can't have all that. No, you can't do the religious part of Christmas. Well, the creator of Charlie Brown, Charles Schultz, the sponsor of that program, all said this this is the point of the show and the network went along with it because they well they knew the power of charlie brown and peanuts and the rest of it but they also knew wow that's a lot of money that the sponsor's going to spend to sponsor this particular program do we want to do we want to leave that setting on the table no okay well then i i guess we sort of kind of have to uh, go along with this okay it's almost, what, 60 years ago? Something like that? It's a long time ago. Could you, for just a second, envision the, the mainstream Hollywood folks going along with that today? Not a chance. Not a chance. Take a look at a few of the other things that you may or may not have been watching. We get a lot of the traditional stuff, right? Well... You got to watch Christmas Carol. Which version? All of them. Okay. Well, that's pretty clear. What else? Christmas Story. Ralphie. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. Lots of funny lines there. My boys often say, you know, uh, you're kind of like Ralphie's dad because you too paint with uh, profanity. It's, it's, it's a thing of uh, just artistic beauty. What other ones? It's a Wonderful Life? Of course. What's the payoff line from It's a Wonderful Life? Well, when a bell rings, the angel gets his way. No. 
Uh, no man is a is, is lost if he has for no. The payoff line for every single one of us who is a father is when George Bailey says, "Why do we have to have all these kids?" Seriously, I laugh out loud every time I hear that, and I think to myself, "Yeah, I've been right there with you, buddy." Now you get over it, obviously, but but every every father takes a certain degree of delight in that. But could anybody have put any of these things out there today? The closest that I come to it, you might be thinking, well, the the Hallmark movies, Jeff. I mean, those are those are all sort of positive, right? Well, I love the Hallmark movies this time of year. I do. My wife thinks I'm insane, but that's okay. I love them. You know why? Because they're all the same. Because each of them is two hours long. And the story is exactly the same in every single one of them. So as I watch it and I, you know, doze off, I know I can wake up at any point, whether it is in that Hallmark movie or another Hallmark movie, and I, I, I will know exactly what's going on. I won't be lost in any way. So I do love the Hallmark movies. But there's another film that I think you ought to check out if you haven't, Family Man. It's Nicolas Cage and Taya Leone. And that's a story that is just, gosh, it's powerful. And I don't know if when it came out, because I didn't see it when it came out. I only discovered it in the last couple of years. But was it meant to be that powerful? It's a good question. I don't know. I'm going to chat a little bit about that. And I'll remind you that there is no Christmas in Bethlehem this year. And no, it's not because of uh, what you may think. We'll deal with all of that. If you want to jump ahead, remember, follow Jeff Katz Show on X, The Jeff Katz Show, over on Facebook. JeffKatz.us is the website. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique. The Mantis X, it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using Mantis X. The best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day. And the Mantis X is the best way to train at home. No driving to the range, no spending money on range fees or ammo. You're going to save a ton of money and improve your shooting. So start improving today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. A couple of great pieces of the blaze that you need to check out. Dave Rubin and Steve Dace both have uh, some great pieces there. I'm not going to tell you what they're about. 
I'm just going to tell you, if you haven't checked out TheBlaze.com today, it's it's time. Go over there and take a look at that. I mentioned a couple of films, and I know, eh, geez, it's Christmas time. Everybody's talking about, no, but, but, but my point here is that there are messages that come out of some of this stuff that resonate with everybody. And if if you're, God, I hate these labels, but I guess we have to use them, right? If you're, a, quote, a conservative, as opposed to, quote, a, a leftist, all right, well, we'll use the labels. Because we have to. You can have a sense of humor. This is the thing that I swear to you, the leftists are really, really good at doing. And that's painting us as somehow these these out of touch, completely and totally out of touch, and terrible personality people, right? They don't know anything that's going on. Exactly. Except it's not true. I mean, we know everything that's going on. That's the point. And it's the fact that we're pointing out what's going on that annoys them. And quite frankly, if you do want to chuckle each and every day, just annoy a liberal. You can. No, use logic. It drives them bat crap crazy. (laughs) And it just puts a little extra pep in your step. But you can have a sense of humor. You have to have a sense of humor. And that's why there are these, these, these two films that are so completely and totally opposite in many ways. But the message is the same. It's a wonderful life. Well, it's old, it's black and white. You know, if it's old and black and white, nothing to be gained from that. So somebody at some point went in and did a colorized version. They went in and put all the color in. Heidi and I actually started last night. We weren't really paying attention. We just knew we were going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. And it truly has become a tradition. And we'll just sit around and enjoy some some food that in theory and probably in practice is really bad for you. Now we're coming up on the new year where everybody goes on a diet, right? This is about the time that everybody goes off their old diet. How'd your 2023 diet work for you? Oh, it's working great. Really? Oh, I, I, I packed on like 38 pounds. That's the opposite of what the... Oh, I, I know. I had a couple of... You know, it's like the... It's like Bidenomics. A couple of blips there, but, you know, otherwise it's doing great. Yeah, but you gained almost 40 pounds. Yeah, I know. Pretty good, huh? It just gives me more to lose in 24. But we're, we're, we're sitting there, and Heidi had the uh, the controller, and she put it on, clicked on It's a Wonderful Life, and it's it's the version with all the color. And we had never seen that one. And I said, well, it might be interesting to watch it. And we started watching it, and... Oh, 10, 15 minutes since we said, no, can't do it. We don't want to do it. Let's go back and let's let's find the black and white version, which we did. And there's just something different about it. And we laughed at all of the usual places. Ah, look at that. The taxi driver and the cop, Bert and Ernie. Oh, that's where they got it. That's great. And Clarence is very entertaining as he asks for a flaming rub. All these things that we know, right? At this point, man, we could probably run lines from It's a Wonderful Life. And there's some good messages there. But every one of us who's a parent, at some point, whether you want to admit it publicly or not, and you should admit it publicly because that's what makes you human, at some point, you, just like me, have uttered a phrase similar to George Bailey when you say, why do we have all these children? A happy family. Look at all these kids. They're everywhere. They're sucking every nickel out of my pocket. Living 
breathing particles they are. Ingrates and sloppy, and they smell bad. And I love them. That's the real takeaway, right? But if, if you're going to tell me you have never looked at one of your kids, all of your kids, or some of your kids, and thought, oh, jeez, really? I could have had a Porsche. That Ferrari. And that's Family Man. Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Taya Leone. If you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and get it. I forget where we bought it. I don't know if it was, I think it was Prime. I think it was Prime. I'm not entirely sure. It's a couple of bucks. And now we, at least in, well, I was going to say we own it, but you and I both know you don't actually own anything that's digital. Because there will come a point that somebody in the uh, the corporate digital headquarters, wherever that might be, it's probably C. Montgomery Burns who's in charge of it, excellent, will say, uh, we don't want them watching that, and it'll just disappear. Because you don't actually own any of the books on your on your Kindle or your Nook. You pay for them as if you do, but you're, you're really just renting them. And any time that those... Those digital poobahs say, well, we don't want them to read 1984 or Animal Farm or The Great Reset. Uh, They just make them vanish. It's why, as as old-fashioned and as stodgy and as crazy as it sounds, I always tell people, get the hard copies. If you like reading on the Kindle, whatever, that's fine. I don't mind that. Look, you, you know, you do you. That's great. But if it's a book that's really important, you better have a hard copy of it somewhere. The Bible would be one of those. I would urge you, get yourself a hard copy or two or 10, 12. I don't care. Position them strategically throughout your home so you're never more than a step or two away from one. That's a good idea. But the story with the family man and three great actors in the lead, Nicolas Cage, Taylor Leone, and Don Cheadle. Excellent. Unbelievable acting. This is the Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towel six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. There was a time that every boy in America wanted to grow up and be an FBI agent. What the heck happened? Is it time to shut the bureau down? Retired supervisory special agent Jimmy Galliano answers that question next. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. You know, as a kid, uh, many of us grew up playing cops and robbers. And then the really, really, really smart kids grew up playing FBI agent and uh, fugitive. Why? Well, because to be part of the FBI, you had to be really smart. Yeah, Most of the FBI agents were either attorneys or accountants. They were the superstars. They were the superstars. Fast forward a few years, and I hate to tell you this, I don't know that we could find a young boy in America today, a young girl in America today saying, oh yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. What the heck happened? Uh, There's somebody with a unique perspective on this. Uh, He's a dear friend, and he is a man of uh, tremendous accomplishments, not the least of which. Uh, He's a graduate of West Point. Uh, He is a retired supervisory special agent from the FBI. And, well, he's an Atlanta Falcons fan. But two out of three ain't bad. Jimmy Galliano joining us. Jimmy, thank you for being here. Jeffrey, how about your New England Patriots and that and and beating the Denver Broncos? I actually sat up the other night and I said, "My good friend is happy." Now, 
Now, Eric and I are both Atlanta fans, so we don't understand what you got going on with the New England Patriots. But my man, we're both happy for you, brother. <laughs> well, well, thank you. This is, uh, I think, this uh, the, the last couple of games will be Bel- Belichick looking to uh, Robert Kraft to go. Go ahead, fire me. You know what I can do, but that's okay. I'm going somewhere else. I don't care anymore. You know. Hey, he brought you six trophies, my man. Yeah. If if Bill Belichick had coached in Atlanta, he'd be carved on the face of Stone Mountain, my friend. <laughs> so, um, yes, you got to take with one hand and not with two. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Jimmy, you know, we know each other. We're friends. We care about each other. We care about our families. And I just have to ask you, I, I know it's a weird question, but I ask you from the bottom of my heart, what the hell is going on with your beloved FBI? Yeah, Jeff, and uh, and, and you know me, I'm not, I'm not a deflection guy, right? I'm not a guy that kind of goes, look over there, squirrel. I, I, I want to own it because I spent 25 years in the FBI, served under four of the only eight FBI directors that were appointed by Congress and Senate confirmed. I loved the organization, but I also have to be able to criticize it. If I don't do that, then what value is there in in, in my analysis of these things? Jeff, I, I think it's, and you and I talk about it all the time, I think it's more about society writ large and where we are. So we talked about this recently that, you know, the FBI is, I mean, they're proud of the fact that they are recruiting folks much smarter than me. And in, in 1988, when I applied to the FBI, I graduated bottom of my FBI class. And when, and when I say bottom of my FBI class, I graduated bottom of my class at West Point. And so for them to take me, they were taking a flyer and they're like, okay, we'll take you on. Now, I wouldn't have a chance of getting into West Point. I probably wouldn't have a chance of becoming an FBI agent. And I get that. We're getting smarter. We're bringing in people that have talents and intellect that, that, that folks like me that came in under the diversified program never had. But with that, Jeff, comes the law of unintended consequences. Um, as Chris Swecker, a retired FBI assistant director in charge of the criminal division, said a number of years ago, The FBI is attracting folks that are smarter. They're much more intellectual. But because of that, they're Ivy League graduates. They graduate from Harvard and Penn and Yale. And yeah, we we all want to ascribe to that kind of thing. But the bottom line is many of these people, not all of them, that's not fair, but many of them think they know better than the rest of us. And so... In this country, as we strive for diversity, diversity is a good thing. We want diversity across race, creed, color, ethnicity, sexual orientation, but we don't demand it in the ideological realm. And Jeff, Harvard's last class of freshmen, they just admitted 63 identified as liberals and Democrats, 8% identified as conservatives or Republicans, And Jeff, therein lies the problem. You're getting people that are smarter, but they think they know better than the rest of us. And so instead of following the facts bereft of fear or favor, following the evidence, they put their fingers on the scale and say, Trump doesn't deserve to be president. We've got to figure out a way to stop him. Or left-wing violence in the pursuit of social justice is an okay thing, but right-wing violence is not. And Jeff, therein lies the problem 
you know, Jimmy, it's it, it's a fascinating thing. You're talking about these folks being so very, very smart and uh, uh, a diversity of this and diversity of that, diversity of political opinion. Man, I wouldn't even accept a, a more unified political opinion, I suppose, if they were still not diverse on the idea of right and wrong. I mean, I, I, I thought the entire point of the FBI, uh, frankly, as an ex-cop, I thought the entire point of law enforcement in general was you go after the bad guy. And I heard for years, obviously, I, I never served in the FBI. Um, I never had that uh, opportunity. But I am blessed with so many friends uh, who did serve, who are serving. And I'm telling you, Jimmy, every single one of them has said to me year after year after year, Jeff, you have to understand, the FBI is politically agnostic. And I, I believe them, but it's getting tougher and tougher to believe that. Yeah, it's supposed to be, Jeff. It's supposed to be apolitical and nonpartisan. I go back to follow the facts bereft of fear or favor. The problem, again, is we demand diversity in all things except thought. I want to, I, I want to share this with your, with your audience. Um, you know, President Truman, President Truman desegregated the armed forces, which, you know, was long before society, especially in the Deep South, was 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 desegregated. Um, he did that back at a time in 1948. And we, we, we champion that. And we say, wow, the armed forces did that. Think about that. Three years after the end of World War Two, we finally integrated the armed forces long overdue because African-Americans had served our country going back to the Civil War, going mm -hmm. back to the Revolutionary War. Right. However, long before that, in the late 1919-1920 period, um, the FBI had a, a, a special agent who was an African-American by, by the name of James Wormley Jones. So the FBI, which is looked at as a conservative bastion and a place where, you know, it's the patriarchy, all old white men with, you know, with, you know, uh, you know, uh, wingtip shoes and button down shirts. But the FBI had an African-American special agent, James Wormley Jones, who actually was a World War One veteran that served in the ranks. The problem is we're changing history now and we yeah. don't take things in context. Jeff, look at the Barbie movie that just came out, right? All my, my, my 14-year-old daughter's friends went out to see it. You know, one of the things that she came back after watching it and said, well, you know, um, here's the thing. Why is the Mattel board made up of all white men? There's only 12 white men on it. And I said, but that's what the movie said. That's not the case right now. The Mattel board is made up of seven men and five women. But in the movie, to make their point, they had to make it so it was 12 old, old, old white men. Well, look, this country, and, and, and Jeff, I, I don't want to quote Vivek Ramaswamy, but he, he said this, and, and I appreciate what he says. This country for many, many decades, centuries, has been, has dealt with the tyranny of the majority, right? If you were the majority, you won. Now it's the tyranny of the minority. And it's why down in New York City last night, people were marching pro-Palestinian folks. And not all of them. I know that some of them have the right intentions. But they desecrated nativity scenes. They desecrated Catholic churches. They stopped masses at St. Patrick's Cathedral. They did the same to synagogues. It's wrong. It's not the tyranny of the majority anymore. Jeff, it's the tyranny of the minority. 
Jimmy Galliano joining us. He is a retired supervisory special agent from the FBI. So, Jimmy, let, let me let me ask you about the, the NYPD. I, I saw those videos. I saw videos two weeks ago at uh, Grand Central Station where these guys, uh, I mean, they're all in uniform. I, I trust that they're members of the New York City Police Department, but uh, did they fight back? Did they, did they attempt to uh, uh, quell the violence that was being perpetrated by these uh, Hamas supporters, or did they just stand back and say, yeah, you you know what? It's it's just not my job anymore. Jeff, I had to smile when, when I saw the news coverage this morning from our favorite, you know, liberal outlets, you know, dust up between pro-Palestinian supporters and the NYPD as if the NYPD was equal and a partner in causing this conflict. No, it's because people are spitting in cops' faces, because people are desecrating, you know, religious symbols and religious monuments in New York City, because people are blocking traffic. And you know what? We have a sacred right, right? The First Amendment is a sacred right and privilege. But what people believe is it allows you to do whatever you want. No, it doesn't. There are specific requirements. You have to get a permit to protest. You can't block traffic because you're blocking emergency vehicles. You can't block the Brooklyn Bridge. You can't stop traffic on Fifth Avenue. But because these are quote-unquote social justice warriors, they're allowed to get away with it. And yeah, Jeff, I saw the same video you did. NYPD cops, they are hamstrung, and, and I hate to use this, this pun, they are handcuffed, and they can't move these people out of the way and do what happened in the 90s when New York City became the safest large city in the world. It isn't anymore, Jeff, and this is, this is the cause of giving in to the anarchists, the criminals, and yes, the terrorists, the people that are intimidating folks, screaming at folks, spray painting things like like uh you know nazi symbols on on synagogues and yeah. spray painting crushes it jeff it's insane we're losing our way we are losing our way jimmy i'm uh, i'm over time but i have to ask you if you can give me like a 30 second snippet law enforcement legal defense fund you're on the board of directors and in a day and age when uh, quite frankly, we don't see as many folks entering law enforcement. We don't see those in the ranks of law enforcement really allowed to do their jobs. They they need protection and support more than ever. So uh, just give us a snapshot of a law enforcement legal defense fund, would you? Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, policedefense.org, policedefense.org. Your listeners and Eric's listeners can go there. You can actually make a donation to a particular law enforcement officer who has been unjustifiably accused of a crime, lost their job, suspended, and we pick and choose those which are the most in, in the situations that are the most deserving of our support. You can make a donation there. Jeff, you've been a law enforcement supporter for as long as I've known you, which has been a long time. Eric as well. Appreciate both of you. Tell your folks again. Go to policedefense.org. Check out the website. It explains everything right there. All right. Well, thank you. That is uh, Jimmy Galliano, retired supervisory special agent from the uh, FBI. Uh, if you've not uh, had a chance to take a look at that, you should. And I have to tell you, I read today that Taylor Lawrence has skipped Christmas for the fourth year in a row, which begs the question, who the heck is Taylor Lawrence and why do I care? I'll give you the answers in just a moment. If you want to get ahead of the curve, remember, you can follow Jeff Katz Show on X, Jeff Katz Show on X, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. 
Facebook. Jeff Katz, always happy and honored to be sitting in for my friend Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Your car is like an extension of you, am I right? It goes wherever you go, from work to the gym, picking up the kids, dining out, visiting grandma. So when your car breaks down, it's kind of like you're breaking down. At least you will from the cost of fixing it. Am I right? But fear not, because Car Shield has your back like they've had mine with my trucks up at the ranch. Don't worry about how much it's going to cost to fix your car when it breaks down because you'll have a protection plan like I do with Car Shield. It covers more than 5,000 parts from alternators to big ticket items like transmissions. You pay by the month with no long-term contract commitment and the cost will never go up thanks to Car Shield's price lock guarantee. No matter how many claims you file, no matter what happens with inflation, you're stuck on the side of the road. Access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance. Get going now. Call 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, or go to carshield.com slash Beck and save 20%. carshield.com slash Beck. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. I... I had to uh, look up Taylor Lawrence, and I, I don't know, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name, and it is a her, I, at least so far, it is, it is, it's, it's, it's a woman, uh, I, I don't remember her, and then, wait a minute, it came to me, oh yeah, like I was sitting there, I, I read this thing, it was just a very quick thing, you know how they pop up every once in a while, you'll see something pop up, you've got two or three seconds to, uh, to decide, do I care about this, do I not care about this, Taylor Lawrence says... People are murdering disabled people. Well, guess what? (laughs) Uh, My daughter, Julia, is a severely disabled young lady. Oh, I'll bore you with details again because, you know, she's my daughter. She's my princess. What the heck? Chronologically, 20 years old, developmentally 18 months old. So Julia doesn't do any of her ADLs, uh, activities of daily living, which means, yeah, it, it can be a mess. It's a challenge. It's difficult. Blah, 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 blah. But I'll tell you what, nobody's going to come in and hurt my daughter. So I thought I, I should be aware of this. And then I, I click on something and it, it kind of expands it a little bit. And it's, it's not really the, quote, murder of disabled people. It's the social murder of disabled people. And then I thought, well, I don't even know what that is. So I, I just had to dive into this. This uh, Taylor Lawrence is a, uh, a columnist of some sort with the Washington Post which in and of itself should probably tell you just about everything that you need to know. But I'll tell you a little bit more. She was uh, on a social media platform, and someone there was very, very upset, very upset, that people were refusing to wear masks for Christmas get-togethers, claiming that those of us who are not wearing masks are, are selfish, And so I had to dive a little bit further. Now, what does Taylor Lawrence say? She says, I, and I'm going to quote her, she says, I I, I totally agree with you on the mitigation advice, but I very much judge anyone who participates in the social murder of disabled people just because it's the holidays. Many of us who are high risk are missing our fourth Christmas because other social people can't be bothered to mask and take basic precautions that allow us to safely participate in public life. 
I don't know Taylor Lawrence, and I don't know what it is that uh, makes her high risk. I do know this, that she's the exception to the rest of us, is she not? If, in fact, she is at high risk of contracting some sort of a communicable disease, it would seem to me that it would be incumbent upon her to take the appropriate precautions when she was in a social event, a social gathering with other people. It's, it's, it's not dependent on everyone else to, to wear a hazmat suit. It is not right to say to everybody else, listen, you know how you enjoy the holidays? You know how you think there's meaning in, in family gatherings? Well, well, well the, the heck with all of that. You can't do any of that. Because this woman has decided she's at high risk of something. I'm going to use Julia as another example. Now, Julia, thank God, she's, she is so healthy. Jeff, you said she's severely disabled. Yeah, you can be both. She is severely disabled. So we, her parents, have to do things to help her in life. I don't walk around and say, you need to remove those steps. You need to do this. I say, okay, how am I going to help my daughter to make her way in the world? I don't hide her in the house. But that's on me. It's incumbent upon me. And Julia is healthy. Not really sick in any way. Not medically fragile. And there are those who have those issues. But that becomes your obligation. We cannot... We must not be everybody's babysitter. It just doesn't work that way. Not in a culture, not in a society, not in any social grouping. Take care of these others, but don't hide. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for my friend Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you want to improve your shooting accuracy, you need a Mantis X. The Mantis X is a high-tech but easy-to-use system used extensively by the military, and it improves your shooting quality and gives you the confidence in your ability to protect what you love. It's a must-have for every responsible gun owner. Here's how it works. You put the Mantis X onto your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth, and it gives instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct the technique the mantis x it's like a firearms instructor in your pocket 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using mantis x the best shooters in the world do dry fire practice at home every day and the mantis x is the best way to train at home no driving to the range no spending money on range fees or ammo you're gonna save a ton of money and improve your shooting so start improving today get your mantis x at mantisx.com. that's mantisx.com. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. We're being lectured again. Lecture two again. I, I know it'll come as a shock. It's okay. You don't, have to, you don't even have to go and find your shocked faces. I know. We're all shocked. 
Uh, our friends on the other side of the aisle, and in this case, our friends on the other side of the pond are lecturing us on who we should be, how we should be, why we should be. And for those of us who are, you know, just trying to be, uh, you kind of look at this and think, okay, uh, I, I, I think I'm good here. I, I, I think I can kind of sort of take care of myself. I, I, I think I can figure this out. And it, it applies for me anyway in every segment of my life, uh, whether it's family or friends or indeed how I'm going to vote. For me to be lectured by a British person is, I don't know, there's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way. And I keep thinking, are you familiar with Brexit version 1.0? Remember, we kicked you guys out of here. We just weren't interested. And so I, I, I don't need the lecturing. But you know what? You're going to hear this little snippet. And it doesn't matter who the person is. My God, they all just sort of blend together after a point. It's like those Sunday morning talking head shows. I, I can't even make heads or tails out of them. I just I, sometimes I'll pass by them and think, oh, I can't believe I have to uh, uh, subject myself to this as uh, as part of what I do for a living. But I think, you know, I'm I'm watching this stuff so that other people don't have to. You know, I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to. It, it, it's OK. It's OK. You're welcome. But every once in a while, I'll come across something and think everybody needs to hear this because it's just so insulting and that's the case with this i don't know where you are on donald trump you can like him you can hate him i don't really care i know that at least for me and everybody i know the united states of america was in a far better place when he was president but okay you do you as they say but i want you to take a listen uh the the first clip here this is the uh the editor of some major british uh, publication telling us uh why we're all wrong now you are also a publication that says that this uh, election coming in the united states is incredibly important it's one of the mo if not the most crucial that our future is on the line now we have heard that over and over again from uh 2016 to 2012 2020 so what's different about it this time you think uh, well, a few things. I think um, last time uh, Donald Trump was president, he tried to do various things. And um, a lot of the things he tried to do, he was prevented from doing. Um, uh, and this time around, uh, he seems to be planning uh, to ensure that uh, he can he can make more of the changes he wants to, you know, politicize the uh, the, the sort of executive, the uh, things like the Department of Justice. He wants to uh, chuck out everybody and replace them with his own people who can then prosecute his enemies and uh, that sort of thing. So so that's very concerning. Um, and also he's making noises about how, you know, at the end of the term, if he wins again, he might want to stay on for a bit longer. Uh, oh. I think there's a word for that where you get to stay in power for as long as you like. Uh, and I seem to remember that you weren't terribly keen on that arrangement in the 18th century. Um, but anyway, uh, so there's there's that. But I think the other the other big difference is that um, the world now is sort of much more aware of the global implications of um, of a second Trump presidency. Uh, if Americans want to vote for Donald Trump in, in America, that's fine. That's, of course, up to them. And it's a, their democratic choice. But um, but uh, the global implications would potentially be huge. He's talking about pulling out of NATO. Obviously, he wants to pull the plug on support for Ukraine. Uh, we don't know what he'd do over Taiwan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but honest to goodness, could you just shut up? No, really, sit down, shut up, or shut down, sit down. Sit, just stop talking. That's all I'm asking you. 
Do I care what the rest of the world thinks about the President of the United States? Well, I do, but only in this sense. I want the rest of the world to look at the President of the United States and say, wow, that's a leader right there. That's somebody we're not going to mess around with. And, and, and you may think Donald Trump was nuts, but everybody around the world realized we shouldn't mess with this guy. Do you remember Vladimir Putin, right? He's got this whole leader of Russia for as long as he intends to be there gig going on. Did he mess with us while Donald Trump was president? And, and I would ask you to answer the question honestly. Not from a, a, a knee-jerk reflex, well, I just hate Trump. Okay, you hate Trump. That's fine. You deal with that issue. But I am asking you, as a fellow American, did Vladimir Putin step to the United States when Donald Trump was president? And if you're having trouble forming the words, not to worry, I'll take care of that for you. The answer is no. Vladimir Putin looked at President Trump, and I don't know exactly what it was that Vladimir Putin thought. Did he think, oh my God, this guy is so tough? Or did he think, oh my God, this guy is so insane? I don't know and I don't care. Here's what I know. Vladimir Putin looked at Donald Trump and said, stand down, boys. We're, we're no, we, we can't be doing anything now. Now, Putin has time on his side, right? Every couple of years, he may or may not have some sort of a sham election, but he's not going anywhere until he decides he's going somewhere or there's a, there's a revolution that topples him. So he is not subject to the will of the electorate, but he knows that we are. He knows that our leaders are, and so he can sit back and say, well, I'm, uh, I'm just going to ride around topless on a tiger in Moscow in the middle of winter. Because he did. You remember that? The photo of Vladimir Putin without a shirt, snow and ice falling, and he's, he's on the back of a tiger. <laughs> and then you compare it with our president. Here's Joe Biden. Wrapped up, he's wearing his footy pajamas and his white terry cloth bathrobe and he's got slippers over his footy pajamas and and he's shuffling from room to room trying to figure out where the pudding is and whether there will be a murder she wrote marathon who do you think is tougher who do you think is perceived as tougher so when the british guy then goes on to say well you know uh, donald trump is going to do this and this and this and i'm thinking now wait a minute donald trump didn't do any of those things what you're now listing are all the things that Joe Biden has done. Joe Biden weaponized the Department of Justice. Joe Biden put in place Merrick Garland, who, quite frankly, is the most political attorney general this nation has seen since John Mitchell. It's Joe Biden that is maneuvering for the benefit of his gang of grifters, La Josa Nostra. Donald Trump has made some jokes. Honest to God, he's made some jokes. Oh, I don't think he's funny. That's okay. That's uh, that's why you've got Dave Chappelle and we used to have Gallagher. All right, there's a big, wide spectrum when it comes to comedy. I don't think Donald Trump is funny when he said he was going to be a dictator. I'm going to share the actual little snippet of that in a couple of moments because it's clear that he's joking. It's clear that he's joking to anyone and everyone who, well, listen to him speak. That's number one. 
And then number two, actually paid attention to what the man said. You can go into anything with an agenda, right? We and, and I think most of us do. And not just politically. We go into an agenda with, uh, with everything we do. I, I was mentioned a couple of moments ago about the movies, right? It's, it's that time. We've all got our favorite movies. Comparing and contrasting. It's a wonderful life and family, man. Now, I love It's a Wonderful Life, and I think Donna Reed is an absolutely beautiful woman. But between you and me, I've had this, this unrequited crush on Taya Leone as long as I've known who Taya Leone is. So when my lovely bride says, hey, uh, do you want to watch It's a Wonderful Life or Family Man? I, I always go with Family Man first. And we normally watch it first. And there's an agenda there because I, I just love Taya Leone. Now, the movie itself, believe me, the whole film is great. Don Cheadle's amazing. Nicolas Cage is incredible. But I like Taya Leone. And there's a difference there. And guess what? There's an agenda. But if we're going to deal with any of these political issues, I'm just telling you as sure as I'm sitting here, if we're going to deal with any of these political issues, then we've got to be able to listen to what was actually said without an agenda ear. So I'll let you hear what uh, Donald Trump actually said and this Jack Smith character. Once again, you have to look him up because the names just seem to change. But Jack Smith's the guy that said, well, we're going to get Trump. And now he's claiming, oh, we're, we're, this is not about getting Trump. It's just about, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, getting Trump. Well, which is it? You've, you've, you've had the trial. Oh, we didn't have a trial. Right. Well, we had the indictments, and uh, then we had the impeachments, and none of this stuff yielded any fruit whatsoever except that we now know what we already knew. There are a boatload of people in this country who just hate Donald Trump. And aside from that, I don't think we've learned a thing. Now, I've got all of this uh, for you. If you want to jump ahead by just a moment or two, uh, give me a follow if you would. I'd appreciate that. Jeff Katz Show on X. Jeff Katz Show on X. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And then the uh, the website, jeffkatz.us. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117.
It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Again, if you've not been to the Blaze yet today, you've got to head on over there. You should be there uh, multiple times a day, but there are a couple of great pieces. Uh, Dave Rubin and uh, Steve Dace have over there that I, I, I'd love for you to take a look at. I mentioned this Jack Smith character. Jack Smith is the guy in D.C. He's a uh, special prosecutor and he's been given apparently all the rights and privileges and powers of a united states attorney and there's this whole discussion now in the background saying well is this true can he really be appointed this way and there's questions about uh, should he have been appointed i don't know the answers to that i just know that he's been appointed and i know that he's doing everything humanly possible to fulfill his mission which in case you didn't realize it was to get trump it's the mission of so many of these folks. It's not about contesting an election. It's not about making uh, America great or mediocre or poor or anything else. It's, it's about getting Trump. And you've just got to wonder. You've got to ask yourself, man, what, what sort of a life have you got that this is your mission? We're defending democracy, Jeff. How are you doing that? By keeping people from voting. What? I'm sorry. I, 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 I know that I. Maybe I'm. I, I'm sure I misheard you. Did you just say that you're protecting democracy, defending democracy by keeping people from voting? That's right. And how are you doing that? Well, we're going to keep Trump off the ballot. Why? Well, because people are going to vote for him. Well, isn't that the essence of what we do when we vote? Yeah, but we we don't like him. Oh, well, that's okay. I don't like your guy. You don't. Uh, no, I, I think he's truly one of the uh, the ugliest, dirtiest, least honorable human beings I have ever seen. Oh, well, maybe we should talk to you. Uh, you can talk to me all you want. You vote for your candidate or candidates, and I think I've got an idea who it is that I'm going to be voting for. And we'll all be happy, right? Well, no, but your candidate's the wrong guy, Jeff. Okay, but he's my guy. Well, yeah, but you shouldn't. You, you can't vote for him can't vote for him or shouldn't vote for him well we're going to make it easy for you we're going to keep you from having the ability to vote for him see that will safeguard democracy by keeping you from voting for the person you want to vote for do you not just sit back and ask glenn where the duct tape is because i'm i'm going to need another roll around my head before it absolutely positively explodes I think we've got just enough time here. Can we sneak in a, at least a little piece of that MSNBC Jack Smith nonsense? On this Christmas Eve, there is no rest for Donald Trump's legal team. Late yesterday, lawyers were the twice impeached, four times indicted on 91 counts former president, filed an appeals brief with the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals that asked the appeals court to toss special counsel Jack Smith's federal election interference case, arguing that, quote, Trump has absolute immunity. The filing came a day after the Supreme Court declined special counsel Jack Smith's request for the high court to hear the case before the appeals court did, a decision that could, could delay that potential trial, possibly until right before or even after the 2024 election. Joining me now, Dave Ehrenberg, state attorney for Palm Beach County, Florida. Dave, welcome to the Sunday show. Uh, this move by Trump's lawyers was expected, but did anything jump out at you in their new filing? Well, good morning and Merry Christmas to you, Jonathan. You know, 
I think now we know why Donald Trump did not want the Supreme Court to weigh in on this yet, because it's such a ridiculous argument. He knows he's going to lose, and this is all about delay. And the courts will throw coal in his stockings after reading these briefs. Uh, there's a reason why we left the crown. We didn't want to have a king. And he's essentially saying that once you're acquitted by the Senate, by a bunch of political cronies in the Senate, then you become a king. It's a permanent Oh, my gosh. Listen, all right. Not- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's enough. It's enough. My God, it's exactly the opposite. <laughs> it's exactly the opposite. Do you ever feel like you're you're visiting uh, Alice and we're in the looking glass where up is down and down is up? It's like the bizarro world with Superman, is it not? It's absolute insanity. But there it is. It is Jeff Katz. Happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Or have we gotten to a point where it's not that words don't have any meanings, it's just that they have whatever meaning you'd like. We'll figure it out next. How's your car working these days? Let's just say you're driving a vehicle that's out of warranty and it breaks down. Then what do you do besides panic? Auto repair costs are up 20% from last year. Well, if you have a car protection plan from CarShield, panic becomes peace of mind. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours as well. Look, even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive cost. CarShield covers repairs for more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big-ticket items like transmissions. And there's no long-term contract. You get flexible monthly payments so you can afford and lock in that price that will never go up no matter how many claims you file. And if your car breaks down, you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So get coverage like I have. Call CarShield today, 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan and lock in your price. Price 800-227-6100, carshield.com slash back. So I am uh, scrolling through X and I'm taking a look at uh, two accounts that I follow. It's it's just bizarre because they're both wearing pseudo Santa hats. Uh, it is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. So uh, the, the two folks that I'm uh, looking at, now they're both good, upstanding left-wingers. I just want you to be aware of that. Well, I, I have a lot of friends who who are wrong about a lot of things, but um, sometimes you find an area of uh, common ground, right? You talk about things that are not related to politics. Everybody's happy. 
Uh, so I, I'm looking at the uh, the feed, and these are both. Oh gosh, yeah, it's a, it's about, they're each about a day old. So I don't want you to, under, to get upset about the timing of it, but I just happen to see them. I'm just sitting here on my phone scrolling things I missed yesterday. And one is from Jim Cornette. You may or may not know Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette was an absolutely amazing, brilliant, talented, funny pro wrestling manager and creator. I mean, he was an amazing creative mind, just a brilliant, brilliant guy. And Jim and I could not possibly disagree about politics more than we do. But I'm looking at Jim's photo on X, and it's him. He's wearing a Santa hat, but it has, uh, what is it, leopard? It's like leopard skin fur on it, and he's on a leopard skin rug in front of a fireplace. He's got a little dog with a couple of red ribbons. And, uh, and he says, Merry Christmas from Castle Cornette to all my friends and fans. And if you don't like me, bah humbug. Okay, well, that, that, fine. That's, that's Jim Cornette. And, uh, and I thought, well, cool. Jim is one of those guys. Now, it's interesting to me, though, that Jim has on the fireplace, he's got stockings hung with care. And I don't know what else he's got up there. He's got some sort of, well, I don't know what they are on top of the mantelpiece. But but it's pretty clear he's sort of, kind of, in a Christmas spirit. But, but Jim will tell you, he, he's a stone-cold atheist. So I don't know exactly what it is that he's celebrating, but I guess if you put your leopard skin fur on your Santa hat, it, it might not be the mm, traditional sort of a holiday. But it's very much in keeping with him, and I thought it was funny, and I gave it a like, and I, I gave it an LOL, and all that good stuff. Now, right after him in my little feed here is Barack Obama. You, Oh, you remember him. Yes, you do. President of the United States. He's now in his third term as president of the United States. It's really neat. I mean, he's off the stage and everything, but let's not kid ourselves. This is Obama's third term. But uh, Barack Obama also in a Santa hat. Uh, this Santa hat has your traditional uh, white fur. I don't know exactly where they get the pelts, but uh, it's the white fur, uh, not a leopard skin print. And Barack Obama also in uh, casual attire, a lovely gray sweater, the sleeves rolled halfway up. Okay. So if you're like me, you think, well, he's the former president of the United States. Oh, I didn't vote for him. I didn't like his time in office, but he's the former president of the United States. I'm, I'm curious to know what he's up to, what he's doing, what he's saying. And this is his Christmas message. And they're two separate messages. There's the, the one that he wrote out or somebody in his uh, office wrote that says, This year has tested us in many ways, but Christmas is a reminder of the power of community to keep us together even in difficult times. Wishing you all a peaceful holiday. Well, it's very nice. It's not the actual story of Christmas. It's not what Christmas is really all about. But, I mean, at least it's polite. And then I watched his video. Because, of course, well, of course, there's an Obama video and an Obama uh, X. Can we still call them tweets? I don't know. It says, hey, everybody, this season is about giving. And then he just goes on and on and on and on. And he says, it's about all of us being able to give back. And I thought, well, it's, it's a great message. 
No, it really is. It is a great, great message. But it's it's not Christmas. You can celebrate any holiday in any way you'd like, right? Well, sure, but the problem with that is you're now going to change whatever the meaning is of of the holiday or or the event or the word. I've shared with you, I'm I'm not the brightest guy in the room. I'm just not. I'm sitting here in my my lovely home studio, and sure, some would call it a shed, but that's such a such a pejorative negative sort of a term, isn't it? I, I refer to it as the plaque shack. The walls are indeed festooned with certificates and, and diplomas and trophies and all this other stuff. And as Heidi has described it on more than one occasion, she says, yes, those are, those are your walls, Jeff, of insecurity and low self-esteem. And she's right. And with me here in the studio is Pixie. Right, a, a 10-pound chihuahua. She only has four teeth. It's just the two of us here, and I'm still not the brightest guy here. But even I can understand that Words do have meanings, and there's a reason that they have meanings. It's why we have a language. It's why we have languages. Well, actually, God is the reason we have languages, if you go back that whole, you know, that whole babble thing. But when you put together a language, there is some sort of an agreement that is reached, and I don't know exactly who it is. I'm sure there's, there's a committee or a board, or there was somewhere at some point that said, okay, well, this word means this. And you're looking at something and you go, oh, well, that's, uh, that's a piece of fruit and it's red and has a little stem at the top and it's got seeds and apple. Everybody good on that? Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, potato? No. Well, we've already got the potato. That's the one with the brown skin. Oh, okay, so we're all good. Apple it is. It, it, it's a unanimous vote. We're all going with apple. And we all move forward with that. And then somebody says, hey, wait a minute now. You know how that one apple was sort of, uh, well, you know, apple-shaped? We got another, uh, we think it's an apple, but it's more round and the skin is a different color. Oh, man. Well, now what are we going to do? Well, it's a variation on an apple. It's sort of kind of, an, it's like the apple's cousin, but uh, all right, we got to come up with a different name. All right, well, what color is it? It's, uh, it's like yellow. Huh. Is it yellow or is it gold? Oh, well, yeah, let's go with gold. Okay, so the gold apple. That sounds like a prize. All right, first place is the gold apple. Sec okay, so what are we going to do? Well, how does it taste? Oh, it's delicious. Hey, I got it. How about, now riddle, riddle, riddle me this, Batman. How about golden delicious apple? Oh, oh yeah, I like it. So we, we take a vote, and however many people vote, oh, yeah, we're going with golden delicious. So words have meanings, right? There, there are definitions for things. So when Barack Obama says Christmas is all about giving, is he right? Well, don't you have to know the story of Christmas? I do, Jeff. Santa, plastic reindeer, I, I, I got it. No, not the story at all. Not even close to the story. How about Hanukkah? Do you know the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jewish Christmas. Nope. 
Not that, not even close to it. Well, uh, so let me share this story with you. And you'll understand where I'm headed with this. Coronado, California has a library, probably has a couple of libraries. Parents went there and said, we would like to make sure that there is a story time for our little kids about Christmas. Rachel Rax is the founder of a group that's called Tiny Patriots Storytime. And she was on with the uh, the Fox News people, and she said, well, uh, we, we, we went there. Library patrons told us. They went there and said, uh, when exactly will there be a Christmas story time? And the library said, well, there's not going to be a Christmas story time about the birth of the baby Jesus. Uh, there will be a Santa story time. And, and parents said, yeah, but, you know, Santa is not actually about the birth of the baby Jesus. Any chance you could please add that since there will be a Hanukkah story? And you know what the library said? Coronado, California Public Library, quote, The library as a government agency does not, nor is it allowed to do religious programming. The Hanukkah story time is not a religious story time. It is about the culture and traditions of Hanukkah, just as Santa is a cultural, not religious figure. So let me step up here for just a second and say to the Coronado Public Library System, you people are awful, terrible human beings. And you have not only insulted Christians in your community, I got news for you. You've insulted Jews in your community, and I'm going to explain it all to you. Every single last drop of it. The idea that Hanukkah is no more than Santa? Unbelievably insulting and wrong. The idea that Christmas is only Santa? Incredibly insulting and unbelievably wrong. Yeah, I've got some details for you. If you want to jump ahead, remember, and I would appreciate this, uh, if you give me a follow over on social media, and I know Glenn has 12 billion people who follow him. I know, because I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. Uh, but I could use a little bit of help, a little bit of love. Come on, tis the season, right? So follow Jeff Katz Show on X, Jeff Katz Show on X, yes, that's formerly Twitter, and The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook, and if you're looking for a website, by all means, jeffkatz.us. It is Jeff Katz, so happy to be sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card rate now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do 
that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Do you believe that Christmas is simply about Santa? Well, no. We know what the real story is. And when this library says, oh, well, we're, we're, we're doing a Christmas thing, we're including Santa. But they're not having any religious part of it. And then, then, and this is the part that just frosts me. They say, well, what about the Hanukkah story time? Because parents in Coronado, California, apparently pretty smart. And they said, well, we want a Christmas story time that involves, you know, Christ. Because he's like the star of Christmas, in case you didn't know. Oh, no, no, no. Not according to the library. No, no. No, we got Santa. We got it all covered. And they excuse it. They explain it. They qualify it by saying, well, we've got a Hanukkah story time. And the parents say, well, don't you have a Hanukkah story time? Hey, library people, you said you had a Hanukkah story. How, how can you have a Hanukkah story time and not a you know, Christmas story time that involves actual Christmas things? And the library says, well, the Hanukkah story time is not a religious story time. It's about the culture and traditions of Hanukkah. Just as Santa is a cultural, not a religious figure. Well, let me tell you something, Coronado, California Library Board. Hanukkah is all about religion. And Hanukkah is not the Jewish Christmas, and it's not actually about giving gifts, as uh, Barack Obama claims Christmas is all about. Hanukkah is about the story of the Jewish people who are fighting back against a despot who wants to eradicate them. Fighting back against terrorists who are doing everything they possibly can to eliminate every Jew from the face of the planet. Does any of this sound familiar, by the way? Ah, Jeff, Hanukkah is about, it's a miracle of lights, Jeff. It's all about lights. No, it's not. It's about a battle. It's about a war. It's about Jews not being afraid. It's about Jews being willing to stand up and fight. And it's about those Jews receiving a blessing from God that allows them to be victorious and save the Jewish people. And then there is this, this lovely part of it, and it is a lovely part, where this one little jar of oil that should only last for one night, in fact, lasts for eight nights. But that's not the entire story. And in fact, I would dare say it's it's just like, it's a nice part of it. But the real part of it is about people of faith standing up and fighting back against those who would eliminate them because of their faith. 
Hanukkah is not the same as Santa. And you can't tell me you're having a cultural discussion of Hanukkah without talking about the religious part of Hanukkah. Because if you are, then it's not Hanukkah. Now, it could be something else if you just decide, hey, we love fried potato pancakes. Man, those are good. And the biggest question we got, applesauce or sour cream? Uh, the correct answer, by the way, is sour cream, but that's another story for another day. And we just want to have a holiday that's all about eating uh, fried potato pancakes. Oh, and you know what? Those uh, donuts you guys do, the Sofconi Yot, the, uh, the jelly donuts, oh, those are good eating. And we want to celebrate that as well. Okay. So you have yourself a merry little cholesterol fest, or I don't know, call, come up with a name. But that's not Hanukkah. Those may be things we enjoy when we retell the story of Hanukkah, but that's, that's not the story itself. And Santa may be a really good guy, and, and I am one of those guys who absolutely, positively believes in Santa. But Santa is not the reason for Christmas. And if you're going to have a story time at your library, and you're going to tell the story of Christmas, then I would dare say you have to listen to the parents in that community who are telling you, we want the real, actual story of Christmas. And if you dare to say that you're telling the story of Hanukkah, but there's no religious part to it, then I am here to tell you. You are not really telling the story of Hanukkah. You can have all the events you want. And if Barack Obama stands up and says, this is a really good time to, to give to others, we should really be looking in on our neighbors. We should be taking care of them. We should be helping them. I think that's great. I'm all on board with that. I love the idea of charity. I love the idea of helping other people in the community. I try my best to surround myself with other people who think that way. But that is not the reason for the holiday. If you want to have a separate celebration, a separate event, a separate get-together, do it. Heck, that might be one of those things I'll come to. But that's not Hanukkah and that's not Christmas. It just isn't. Hey, uh, be sure to give me a follow if you would, please. Jeff Katz Show on X. Jeff Katz Show on X. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is 
is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towels six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. When things can mean whatever you'd like them to mean, that's how we get, uh, well, Admiral Levine. Yeah. Now, listen, I've got a tiny little bit of housekeeping I've got to get to, and um, uh, Rosanna, kind enough, she says, Jeff, I'm listening to you on uh, WJNO, wonderful radio station, West Palm Beach, that's uh, South Florida, it's the the land of my people. Uh, Rosanna says, Jeff, I hope you have time today to please mention uh, Emily's bracelets. It was from you that I learned about her and her bracelets Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, Rosanna. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the quick update. Uh, my friend PJ Morrissey, who is my my web guy, my social media director, he's just a cool dude, and he's uh, Emily's brother. Uh, he was with us the other day, and he told the story of Emily and how their family, uh, PJ and Kristen and Dan, uh, put together a website, emilysbracelets.com, and put together this business for Emily. And Emily, with all of her challenges, all of the the hurdles that she's got, makes these beautiful bracelets. And, and we were trying the other day to uh, to sell, what, 25 extra bracelets? But she was trying to get to 25000 And all I can tell you is that uh, Dan and Kristen sent me some photos of the orders that wonderful people who were part of the Glenn Beck program placed and not only did emily hit her goal of twenty five thousand, apparently she they, they just leapfrogged right over it and now they're up over twenty six thousand bracelets that she's made and what's so cool about this is that she turns around and and she donates the money special olympics and a variety of other charities so i don't know maybe we should try and get her over twenty seven thousand. What did I say? Emily'sbracelets.com. You can take a look at that. So, let me let, let me just share this uh, little thing with you. I, I I said that if we're simply going to make stuff up as we go along, and we're no longer going to deal with well definitions, then we get to where we are today. I looked at a a feed from the current governor of Massachusetts. Heidi and I lived in Massachusetts for a long time. And, and the current governor talks about all the things that she's done, and they're all about these firsts. You know, uh, it's, it's the first this, and it's the first that. You go, okay, well, that's all great, I suppose. How about the best? Are you doing anything good for the people in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? Because I still follow the news. We've got plenty of friends left in Massachusetts. Are you doing anything that's good for the people there? Because I don't see anything. But I'm not on the ground. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are. But it sure doesn't seem like it. And it's the same thing for, for Joe Biden. right? What has the Biden administration been about? This is that time of the year you and I both know it. Everybody looks back. Well, here's what happened in 2023. 
And you think, oh, okay, well, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, that, that happened and that happened. Oh, oh, I forgot that person died. Oh, I forgot that person was alive. Oh, and they died. Oh, man, that's like a double whammy. That hurts. And then you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I don't even know who that person is. Are they alive? Or It doesn't matter. I, don't, I can't clutter up my head with details. I have a limited amount of space up there. And it's, it's a little bit like Homer Simpson. If something new comes in, then something old's got to go out. So I, I just can't clutter it up with a lot of stuff. But here's what happened in 2023. And here's what, okay. So I thought, well, surely the, the White House will have a list of all the great things that happened in 2023. And, and, and I was not wrong. But they put together a list, and I'm not going to subject you to it. It's all over the place. If you're on X, they've got it out there. I'm sure it's on a million other uh, social media platforms and probably the White House website and all that good stuff. But take a look at it. And honest to goodness, see if you can find anything that is truthful or factual or of any consequence in a beneficial way. You know what I saw? I saw the same sort of nonsense that I've seen year after year now that uh, Joe Biden and his gang of grifters have been in the White House. Firsts. We hired the first uh, gay black press secretary. Okay. Well, I doesn't really hurt me or help me, right? Good for her. I don't think she's doing a very good job, and I don't think she's doing a very good job because I think she's got a problem with the truth, but then I think maybe she doesn't have a problem with the truth. Maybe she just has a problem telling the truth because the truth just does not look good when you're talking about the Biden team. So, in fact, maybe she's really, really good at her job. But I I don't know that she has been able to check these boxes, and that's what makes her a great press secretary. I just I don't think so. The economic stuff, man, oh, man, come on. Well, we have done this and this. You came out of COVID. You haven't created a single new job that I'm aware of. There are jobs that existed before COVID that once again exist, but that's not because of you. In fact, you and your team have done everything possible to keep America shut down. You've done more damage to the United States of America in three years than I've ever seen in my entire life. You have destroyed this economy. We now have 62% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. I know how difficult it is to live paycheck to paycheck. I know how dangerous it is to live paycheck to paycheck. 62%. Let me just round up a little bit. It's essentially two-thirds of America now lives paycheck to paycheck. you imagine that? Of course you can. Because every one of us at some point was paycheck to paycheck. And what do we do? We did everything possible to not be paycheck to paycheck. And I guess we're now about one-third of America. What else has the Biden administration done? Well, they've given us a lot of firsts. How about Richard Levine? who now uses the name Rachel Levine and uh, is, what, what is he, like the Deputy Undersecretary of Health and Human Services or something? Remember, they claimed that he was uh, the first female admiral in the Public Health Service. Okay. And Admiral Levine also was one of USA Today's Women of the Year. And I'll tell you something. 
I had more women reach out to me and say, hey, there's, there's something wrong with this. Shouldn't there be an asterisk there? Couldn't they say he's the first transgender person to ever achieve that rank? Or could we say that these are the 10 great transgender people of the year? I mean, it, it just seems odd, doesn't it? And that's what, that's what so many women wrote to me. It wasn't me talking. I mean, I kind of looked at it and went, well, I don't know. I, I, I can't quite make heads or tails out of it, but my, my fundamental belief system is I want, I want everybody to live a long, happy, healthy life. I really do. But I, I just am a little confused by this. And I imagine you're a little confused by this, but this is the essence of the Biden administration. So we've got a couple of clips here from Admiral Levine. Let's just hear those. Hello, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine, and I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. And actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. Happy summer of pride. Personally, I have no room in my heart for hatred, and frankly, I have no time for intolerance. We need to all work together against this intolerance until everyone living in America can live their life openly and freely without fear of prejudice, scorn, or attack. I believe that the lessons of recent history indicate that our mission as doctors and other medical nurses and other medical professionals needs to include a proactive rather than merely a passive rejection of this intolerance. You know, we have the ability to share information, to speak with authority that our training and experience have given us and work together to assert our right to practice medicine as we were taught and to practice it without discrimination. So I encourage all of you to think of yourselves as ambassadors to your communities. Gender-affirming care is medically necessary, safe and effective for transgender and non-binary youth and adults. Those who attack our LGBTQI plus community are driven by an agenda that has nothing to do with science and medicine. Transgender youth who are supported by their parents, school and community, and receive evidence-based care actually have excellent mental health outcomes. Studies clearly show that gender-affirming care results in these positive mental health outcomes. Gender-affirming care is medical care. Gender-affirming care is mental health care, and gender-affirming care is literally suicide prevention care. This fact is well-established in a collection of 16 studies highlighted earlier this year by Stanford University School of Medicine. Trans youth receiving gender-affirming care reported lower depression, higher mental health quality, and less suicidality than their peers without, without care. In February 2022, a team of researchers in a paper in JAMA Network Open titled Mental Health Outcomes in Transgender and Non-Binary Youth Receiving Gender-Affirming Care, found that trans and non-binary youth who went on puberty blockers or hormones had 60% lower odds of depression and 73% lower odds of suicidality over a 12-month period compared with those who did not. All right. Now, uh, here's the problem with all of this. We've changed the terms. No longer are we speaking of a double mastectomy for a, a young girl. No longer are we speaking of the removal of testicles for a young boy. 
So things either mean things or they don't. They have definitions or they don't. Words mean things or they don't. Holidays have roots and causes and reasons or they don't. The the only thing I would agree with uh, the good Dr. Levine on is I, too, want everybody to have a long, happy, healthy life. I think that's a good thing. I think it's a really, really good thing. Uh, you can follow me over on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jeff Katz Show, Jeff Katz Show on X, and uh, Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Personal safety for you and your family is a year-round priority. If you haven't developed a plan, put buying Berna Less Lethal Pistol at the top of your 2024 resolution list. That's B-Y-R-N-A. When you're looking for protection, you need a reliable tool that can send potential threats running in the opposite direction. Berna is the answer. Check out Berna's launcher platform and their revolutionary 12-gauge shotgun ammo that is compatible with all standard 12-gauge pump-action shotguns. These devastating rounds can dent a metal door from 75 feet away and are rated as less lethal. There's no recoil when shooting the Berna 12-gauge rounds and ear protection isn't required. Berna has eliminated trigger hesitancy when it comes to self-defense, and Berna is completely legal in all 50 states, no permits or background checks required. Berna is proudly American, with a manufacturing facility located in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com radio right now to enjoy an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase. Choose Berna for peace of mind and protection. That's BYRNA.com radio. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Are you familiar with a group called Doctors Against Genocide? Probably not, because they, well, they just set up shop uh, a few weeks back, but they already had a number of events planned. The biggest one had been scheduled for this Thursday at the United States Holocaust Museum. They had intended to basically storm into the Holocaust Museum in D.C., and demand that Israel stop defending itself against Hamas terrorism. Uh, Like me, you're thinking, well, who exactly are the doctors against genocide? Aren't we all against genocide? Oh, it's another one of those words again. It's a word that either has a meaning or it doesn't have a meaning. And apparently, in, in, well, the last couple of months anyway, the term has taken on meanings that don't actually reflect what it is. According to a Stop Anti-Semitism, which is an account over on X, it says, well, who exactly is this group, Doctors Against Genocide? According to Roll Call, one of the founding members of Doctors Against Genocide is Nadal Jabor, a physician from Dearborn, Michigan, and they, they put a photo of Dr. Jabor next to Rashida Tlaib and Corey Bush, two members of the squad who are, uh, to put it mildly, not exactly a friend of the Jewish people. They were formed last month. They focus solely on Israel. According to the website, Doctors Against Genocide is a program of Jetpack, a 501c3 who, quote, seeks to build a strong American Muslim political infrastructure and increase our community's influence. Well, I'm okay with that. Well, I'm totally okay with that. I, I'm all on board with uh, this group and that group and every other group getting a piece of the pie. 
being able to say, here's what we believe, and here's what our values are, here's what our thoughts are. What I'm not okay with is anyone, anywhere, at any point saying, oh, uh, we're totally okay with slaughtering innocent people. I have a poll number I have to share with you, and I, well, it's math, I know, but half, half of young Americans believe that the Holocaust is a myth. Think about that. It's incredible to me. How do we get to this point? How is it possible that so many younger people who are between the ages of, well, 18 and 29 in this one demo cell and uh, the other demo cell is 30 to 44. How, how is it possible for so many of those folks to believe the Holocaust never happened? Or to say, well, we're not sure if it happened. We're not even 100 years from that. There's a problem with that. I've got the full story. Please, I want you to take a look at it. I'll, I'll share it on social media. If you would, give me a follow on X, formerly known as Twitter, Jeff Katz Show. Jeff Katz Show over on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, I have it posted as well, disturbing numbers to be sure, on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And if you're uh, simply looking for the uh, the website, sort of one-stop shopping for me anyway, jeffkatz.us is where I would send you. jeffkatz.us. Take a look at that. Your hair may hurt. You may need extra duct tape, but it is what it is. It's America, right? It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program.